It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hup day, hup day! It's a three-man cast again because G. Bush is still out. Bull is still sick. Mm. Get well, my brother. He's still, I don't know, he's, I guess he's got a virus infection. Well, he needs He's not COVID. He assures all of us. Yeah. But Bull- it's going around, so get well. Yeah. Get back here. In the meantime, you're stuck with the Three Stooges. So here we go. It's a good show. It's a great. It is a good, we got a great show. We got a great show. A sucky loss for the Calves last night. Yeah. Who's gonna pee first, me or Tyvis? Ready? Uh, go. Ty- Tyvis actually said I should give Jason the outside share in He's, case he has to pee. We only see the problem is we only have one guest today on the yeah. show. So if and you he's gonna, in studio, Tyvis. Oh, you can't even leave. Yeah, you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not drinking any water. I better stop. Not, I better put this unlike, coffee aside. Unlike uh, Jason here. Jason's yeah, hydrated. I have a so. vat of coffee him. and a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so. Go easy, guys. Um, Tito's scooter was found. So our uh, our five-day civic nightmare has ended. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Um, trade Nick Chubb or not? You, if you saw the banner on the pre-show banner, um, no, it's not happening. So stop it with the theories and the pretend GM trades. <laughs> I, it drives me nuts. All of these Twitter GMs. Um, but we are going to ask the question: If you were to trade them, what would it take? So we're gonna we're gonna just fall into the madness with that. Eli Apple trash talk. Good thing, <laughs> bad thing. If you're the Bengals. <laughs> Thomas' old teammate is becoming, he's making a name for himself. It could be in a bad way, but he's making a name for himself. So we'll talk about all of that. Is and, he any uh, good? Is he any good? Eli? Like, yeah. You're talking, about, you're talking about former first round pick. Eli. I know. Well, okay. I know where he was yeah. taken. Here's a stat. Four teams, five years. Exactly. LeBron, he, LeBron James. He played on four yeah, teams LeBron's in five play, years. What difference is that? Three teams yeah. in 17 yeah. years. If you were truly a commodity, they, you wouldn't be passed around like a dish towel. Well, maybe, you know, we're not, we'll, we'll save Let's it. Save Let's smoke. save the smoke. Save the smoke. Also, um, the Hall of Fame in baseball has taken an odd turn. They had nobody inducted in 21. They're going through a time now where most of the great players that played in the era that is now up for Hall of Fame induction, a lot of those guys have steroid <laughs> smoke around them. So, the writers have clearly taken a stance against all of them. Uh, they're not over the 75% threshold. So, we get Scott Rowland this year. Hey, let's get excited about that. <laughs> hey. Baseball, you made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. So enjoy that um, Scott Rowland oh, induction man. ceremony this summer. Um, we're going to do true or false. Mikey tells me there's new rules. I don't know what that means, but there's I, new it's rules. It's not necessarily new rules. It's still true or false. Rules are the same. It's just a new way of okay. presenting 
the information after last week's debacle. And listen, I haven't slept since last Wednesday after my poor performance in True and False. It was that <laughs> bad. It was bad. Partially because I'm thinking of jokes when I'm sleeping and I'm not funny enough to actually fall asleep. <laughs> but the other reason I haven't slept is because of the trauma I experienced last Wednesday. I promise this will make up for it. Uh, uh, wait, wait a minute, McNug, is you nervous next week? I'm perfectly fine for next week. Next February 1st, I'm going to be living yeah, off. Right, but two, the excuse me, two weeks. He's petrified. Yeah. He is absolutely petrified. Man, that's yeah. sad. Uh, real quick, while, while we're talking about that real quick, it is February 8th. Yeah. The link's on, we'll drop the link in the YouTube chat. It's on Twitter. I was at basketball last night. Shout out to Matt at Jesu uh, Church. What up, Matt? Before we started, he brought everyone together. We had 17 people there last night. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, we're all going to see the stand-up. McNuggets oh, is doing stand-up. They're going as a team. As I, a think, I think they're, and they're, they said they're going to heckle. Listen, I have enough <laughs> jokes to make 10 minutes. I'm not sure I got crowd work involved in my repertoire yet. You better build it in. Oh, I, well, if I do crowd work, I'm not going to get the jokes you know, in. You and, know, uh, build a joke a into the – you know they're going to heckle you. So build a joke <laughs> to your basketball league. Like There should be one joke based on them. I will. I already got one. I'm gonna roast Matt. You know, you know what the sad thing is, McNuggets. I feel like if I would have lost, I wouldn't have broke anything. I would have just got up on stage and built myself, and I think I'd have killed it. <laughs> I I'll tell you, the did. first joke I'm making is of about Tyus. Of course you would have, Eddie Murphy. Just <laughs> Listen, here's a little peel back the curtain. The first joke I'm making is about Tyus. Wow. That was already locked in. Oh, oh really? Well, I'm roasting I'm, everyone on the. On the Tyus, show. you're going. Right? Everybody's glad, going. Right? I'm glad that, that I inspired. Tyus, <laughs> you better be there. Tyus, you are going. Be good if I if I make the trip to stay up not here. If, no, not if. We've got to be there in mass to support our boy. Yeah, we do have to come. Like everybody within a can car I bring ride. tomatoes. You can bring. That's what I said. Yes, that's literally what that, everyone that said. That first one bad. Well, well, I'm a fruit ninja expert, and I'm bringing a samurai sword. So y'all throw tomatoes. I'm chopping that. You know what? On the Wait, you're a bringing sword. a samurai sword? You act. Wait a minute. Who's going first? You or Anthony? Well, Anthony's first. Okay. But I don't think anyone's – no offense, Anthony. I think he's going to be pretty funny. I think the tomatoes are saving for me. I think people are saving the <laughs> yeah. tomatoes for me. Anthony has friends – like, Anthony's got his whole squad coming. He rolls deep. He rolls deep. Well, and he's local, too, so he's going to bring a lot. I heard a, half of Parma. It's going to be a sold-out show. <laughs> Listen, do I need to buy a ticket? I don't want to get locked so, okay, out of this real quick. Well, we'll do this real quick. We won't talk through it. We've got so much to get to today. We do. Spend too much time. We're going to talk about this at the end of the show, too, after uh, Mike Gabinski comes in. We've accomplished. Cleveland Clothing Company. Cleveland Clothing Company. We have accomplished that we're allowed to give out tickets. We're raising money for charity, guys. I, I, it's ten bucks. I think we should all buy our own ticket. I'm serious. I think we should I, all no, buy listen, our own ticket. I, I want far. to. I think we should because it's going to charity. I just want to know, it, do we do we do that individually now? I don't want to get locked out. That's a good question. Director Steve already bought. Okay. Uh, a ticket. You want to take tag word full? I put out the link yesterday. This is literally what my, my Twitter feed's getting bombarded with, from people saying I've bought a ticket and some tomatoes already. Like, <laughs> now, do you know Mr. Disco? <laughs> Uh, it's actually Maddie. She's a girl. That's Anthony's friend, Maddie, who works at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, who's gotten us some tickets. Shout oh, out, great. Maddie. Okay. Uh, she's got a rocket arm. I've actually seen her throw a football before. Wow. Mm. Anthony, if she's throwing tomatoes, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're actually screwed. Yeah. That, girl could, that girl has an arm. Okay. Um, Mr. Why, Disco can Mr. throw Disco, it. By the way. We'll find out why she's Mr. Disco. All right. That's a little All right. Odd. Very good. But uh, <laughs> we can put a complex out. 
we're raising money for charity. I think we should all buy our own tickets. I'm just I, no, listen, this. I'm not asking for a freebie. I, no, I, yeah. I, no, 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 I'm just saying in, gen in general. Like, what what I'm saying is, you know, there's a large group of us. I don't want to find oh, out that there's 20 of us and I that there's no saying. tickets left. I'll talk to Polk today. Tomorrow I'll have an Reserve, answer if we're going to buy Whatever, UCSS. 20, because my wife wants to come. Yeah, yeah. I imagine with our group, we should take a head count. If yeah. it's 20... Reserve 20, and when we show up, we'll have the 200 bucks. Easy money. Okay, Easy good. Money, yeah. I just do don't want to get locked up. And out. the stage side table so that we can tackle you. We want front row. Yes. <laughs> we I, mean, I, want, I, I want within shouting. Yes. Of I got him here in the front row. No, Thomas, well, Thomas can't reach if he's in the back row, so he better be in the front row. <laughs> he's hilarious, man. I sure hope your, your material is good, boy. <laughs> if it's bad, I'm going to make sure I pop the thing off. I'm going to <laughs> oh, that's, so I, it is going to be a night of hilarity. <laughs> and and last last thing I promise we'll move on after, and this is if you haven't bought your ticket, please buy them. Like come out after this, we're all gonna hang out, or people who can stick around for a little bit are all gonna hang out. Yes, might you know grab a beverage or something like that. So and Ty, if open. you if you decide that you want to stay the night. Uh, I don't know, like, family situation. You want to bring the wife? Oh, yeah. My wife keeps telling me. She's like, yeah, well, you, we should definitely go. Okay, so look, we, I'll make we. an offer to you right now. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know that like, if you want to bring the wife and kids, we can. We ain't bringing the kids. Well, no, I was saying not to the kids. show, but, like, we'll <laughs> handle a sitter. You're more than welcome to crash at my place so well, you don't have to you. get a hotel room. Take them up I, on you know, it. I don't have a black Nissan. I got a nice white Tahoe. So I don't care. You can good. come with what you come with a little red wagon. Take him up care. on it. His soap smells delicious. <laughs> Will you stop with that? It's luscious. Hey, I have it. Yeah, I, I got it. My wife bought it for me for Christmas. My, wife my favorite Christmas present. He was sitting when he there. left my house like Monday after the party, which by the way, we're having a Super Bowl party. I don't know what the what the attendance is looking like, but um, on that note, Adam, you know, Adam Richmond, who's the, coming on Mr. Food, very excited. So I've decided I'm thinking like, what's the tie in? Um, I was, I was texting with him some more yesterday. Here's the tie in. He's going to come on and he's going to tell me what food I need at my Super Bowl party for our staff, for our staff party yeah, at my house. Done. Easy. And we're going to talk sports. He used to live in Cleveland. He's a Cleveland sports fan. He's a big Buckeye fan. Go Bucks. Uh, and, and the man can eat. And he knows food, and we all love that. So he's going to be on. Oh, also, Stephen A. is going to be on sometime between now and next week. Or, that is or a promise. Within, within a week. He, he has always said he would come on whenever, but ESPN has these really funny rules. Mm. If you're not, if, if it's not an ESPN property, you can't. But he, he's written a book, and I'm told that I get a mention in the book. So i got to ask Stephen A., is it in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> I don't know yet, but he's going to come on to plug, plug his book, which is doing very, very well sometime between now and uh, a week from now. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So uh, uh, my wife texted and said, we have the soap too. Tyvis can stay with us. <laughs> <laughs>
We also have the luscious, lavish soap. I gotta smell this soap. Oh, soap is, is, this is I can't ridiculous. offer soap. I can't offer a guest bed. I have a couch. If you and your wife, <laughs> I don't think that. It just depends on how you want to roll. It depends on how you want to roll. We'll um, see. All right, let's get into the show. Let's get, let's and get into it. Tito's scooter was found. So we did this story yesterday at, at uh, on Channel Three that his his scooter was stolen sometime from his downtown <laughs> apartment. Between 9.30 last Friday night and 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. I'm imagining when he went out to head to the Guards Fest, he saw that his famous scooter was gone. (laughs) If you spend any time at all in the 4th Street area, you have seen Tito coming to a game, going to a game or coming back from a game on his scooter. That's his mode of transportation. Mm. It's hilarious when you see Tito on this thing. Buzzing through the streets. Rolling up. He is rolling in style. Someone had the gall to steal the thing. Yeah, well, we all know it was DeQuail. He's the only person that needed it. You know, DeQuail <laughs> is suffering from Achilles injury, and, you know, he needed to so get it. So DeQuail took the DeQuail scooter. was rolling that thing. He probably put some rims on it and everything. <laughs> he would pimp my ride, pimp my scooter. <laughs> DeQuell uh, on tomorrow. Oh, no, why get a, get a scooter back, man. You, the, well, the jig is up. It was found. <laughs> oh, it, it was, was found. Yeah, it was it was found. Not far from me. <laughs> <laughs> so my first thought was, which Channel 3 employee stole it? Because <laughs> uh, it was found on Lakeside in the 200 block, I think. Which I don't think is very far from here. No, I don't think so. It's the other side. Two thousand blocks. Was it the man. Anyhow, it was found on Lakeside, which isn't too far from where it was stolen. My I, so they so they stole the scooter and abandoned. They joy riding in the scooter. I think they did. They jacked his scooter and took it joy riding for about man. twelve hours. They had man. a screwdriver sticking out of the steering wheel. Well, and it everything. must have. And you know why? Because Tito said I left. I took the key. It didn't have a key in it, so they had to jig it. They had to hotwire it. Hot Can you imagine hotwiring Tito's scooter, keeping an eye on the door, making sure he's not coming out? The coast is clear. Hurry it up. Just cut so, that wire. No, not touch so it to that savages one. savages in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Crime's out of control. They're stealing Tito's scooter. And it's not like it's a Honda. Like it's, It kind of oh sticks goodness. out a little bit. It sticks out a lot. Now, it's a nice scooter. I think oh, it's a couple top, thousand dollar line. scooter. It's, of course, it's, it's Tito. He's not going to... You know, he's not going to slum it on a moped. It's not a golf cart. No, it is not. <laughs> it's a good-looking scooter, but they have it back. Now, I don't know what kind of damage was done to it. I imagine the ignition has to be replaced. I'd be bad if I was here. Just like a it. guess. If you guys had to say you think DeQuell did it, if you had to say that one of his either former players, current players, or maybe somebody he's managed against. Trevor Bauer. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Trevor Bauer. That's exactly what I was going to say. The Trevor last time we see each other, he threw that ball over there. Tito you got see, it in you his see grill, the way that t- was it. You ain't see the way Tito put his finger in his face when he threw that ball over the wall in Kansas City? You have thrown your last Easily. pitch for us. And it was. Yo, that was literally the last ball he ever threw yep. in an Indians uniform. Yep. It's funny. The last conversation they probably had was Tito saying to Trevor, give me the ball. And now we've got a stolen scooter. Did Trevor do it? I don't know. He's got time on his hands. He definitely got time. <laughs> time on his hands. We don't know if the man will ever pitch again. He's been released by the Dodgers, yeah. who will pay the bulk of his whatever, $25 million salary or whatever the heck it is, yep. $30 million. He's still an available free agent. No one has signed him yet. Wait, his situation, he, was, he did get found out guilty by – Yes, it's far. It's very, very similar to Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Watson. Um, Obviously, the number of accusers aren't as high. There were three separate women 
one woman filed criminal charges. Uh, a grand jury looked into it in, I think, L.A. County, and they said nothing there, no mm-hmm. charges. He was able to produce text messages that she had sent basically saying, I want all that smoke. Choke me out. I want it all. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. And so once those text messages were family deep, show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just saying, uh, it's not my thing, Whoa. but some people are into that. On a related note, uh, Clevenger yesterday yeah. is now <coughs> accused by his wife of slapping her and throwing tobacco at her. Child endangerment. Yeah. Child endangerment. It's not we good. Have to, we have to stress accusations. Yeah. yeah. Accusations do not, they do not make a man guilty, but... That's out there in the Baseball's public sphere investigating now. Them now. Baseball is currently investigating. He has signed a contract with the White Sox, mm-hmm. who immediately came out and said, we did not know about this when we signed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you've got that situation. Um, I don't want to throw dirt on the man because it's an accusation. Yeah. And if this accusation proves to be untrue, it won't be the first time that's happened against, against uh, an individual. Yeah. But, um, you know, the connection between Clevenger and Damn, Bauer, Bauer is, we know what that was. They were tight. They were, they were very they tight. Were. Now, I hope that these allegations are not true. Mm. Um, but if they are true, I hope he gets what he has coming to him, both yeah. legally and whatever baseball doles out to him. Because, you know, as much as these sports leagues have had a problem with domestic violence in the past, and maybe the pendulum has swung too far, and some think that it has, um, but they're going in hard now on the punishment, as we've seen with Bauer. Yeah. Um, and in baseball's case, they don't care about criminal conviction. Yeah. It says flat out, even if you're not charged or convicted, we're going to do our investigation. And in our eyes, if it meets our standard of guilt, then we're going to punish you. And that's mm. exactly what they did in the case of Bauer. Okay. Fun with Tito's scooter. That's over with. Let's did, talk did the quote thing real quick, Tyvis? Yeah. Did not see that coming. Trevor Bauer was my pick, too. Yeah, Trevor was mine as Great well. Great twist. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. DeQuell's already texted me. I'll show you what he said after. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a four-letter word involved, right? <laughs> I plead the fifth. All right. Um, trade Nick Chubb. Whenever a team has an asset like that, particularly an asset they, that they seem to undervalue, we can have that discussion forever. But – you know, there, there are a lot of Browns fans that are screaming, more Chubb, more Chubb. We want more. Yes. And then there are a section of fans that say, if you're not going to use him, then he's an asset. What is this we're not going to use it's, him? It's baffling. <laughs> what is this? It's baffling. Yeah, well, it's out there. The man who got 1,500 yards. We're going to use him. Something that we have been told by our, our people upstairs is yeah. that we want to make this, the viewers of this show smarter. Right. So sometimes when we see a ridiculous, obviously ridiculous – thing going on on Twitter, it is our responsibility to inform them that A, it's probably not going to happen, B, let's set the record straight, but also let's have a little fun with it. So, right. I don't know, uh, Earl, who, who started this Nick Chubb rumor? Anthony Alford. Anthony Alford on a radio station in town, an unnamed, unnumbered radio station in town, I guess mentioned this as a hypothetical. It is a hypothetical. I mean, could it happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it? but it's hypothetical. And then it caught fire as... Should the Browns right. do this? Sure. We are here to tell this you is, this is, they should not. This is well, unbelievable. <laughs> in, this, in our, if we had to put a stamp on whether or not, the, I think the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show does not support trading. No. Nobody on the show but the supports trading. Is, but for the sake of this ridiculous discussion <laughs> in an attempt to make viewers smarter, who would we, what would it take? It would take a game-breaking, big-play wide receiver. Not picks. 
No, no, because the pick, we're not really good at picks. <laughs> So I, we need some. We need a proven veteran. You know that's, We need someone that's young, that we know is good. somebody's young. You know, give me Jamar Chase, and I'll think Jamar about trading Chase, Nick he, Chubb. You can have Nick. Yeah. As ridiculous as that sounds, honestly, because the Bengals would never do that. As ridiculous as that sounds, Jason, that's what it would take. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about an elite, premier running back in the National Football League, and even though you, you're. A running team may not win the Super Bowl, a, run, a, a team that's built to run the ball. But I will tell you this, it is increasingly more difficult to win a Super Bowl if you don't have a sound running game mm-hmm. because you have to be able to make defenses prepare for both. Yes. And he's just a chip that is in my – I think there are very few untouchables in sports. And if I'm listing my untouchables on the Browns, he's above – Miles Garrett. Would you trade Nick Chubb for Waddle? No. 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 Just ask him. No. Because Jamar Chase is not going to happen. No. No, Chase. <laughs> I'm just trying Chase to see would not if happen. somebody measurable. And, you know, the Waddle thing has – there's that's interesting because – Miami already has Hill, yeah. so they have a game-breaking yeah. receiver not, that can not, take the we're, top. They're not using Waddle. Well – I mean, it's almost impossible. Like the Browns aren't using Nick Nick. They're not using well, him. <laughs> I mean, in in this case, though, you already have a premier elite receiver. You only have one football. It's hard to use both of those guys to maximize their talents. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs. But I think <laughs> about Stephon Diggs now. He won't out. I would he, think he about done, Stephon He done Diggs. with Josh. Yeah, based on the he, video we saw between he he and Josh Allen. Dude. Eli Apple, and we're going to talk about him coming up, <laughs> tweeting out they need couples therapy. Eli is a – I don't understand how people hate We're going to get to it. Yeah, <laughs> save save that. It's coming up in 15 minutes. It is ridiculous, though. I mean, to, to, the, the notion that they would trade Nick Chubb is, is ridiculous. Nick Chubb, I, I believe, is on pace to go to the Hall of Fame. If he continues with, to what he's doing at the rate he's doing it for the next five to seven years, he's going to Canton. Right. So he's not just an elite running back. Like, he could be one of the greatest ever. Mm. I fully believe that. So, I mean, running back may not be the position that it was viewed 20 years ago, 25 years ago. They, a lot of teams look at these guys as interchangeable. But he is elite. And I, I just don't think on a team <laughs> trying to win, this is a, this is stupid. Well, this is the thing. He's one of three backs to carry the ball 300 times last year. Don't tell me they don't use him. They use him. <laughs> they, they're not using him to their liking. Because he doesn't get the ball on every carry. No, no some fans want to see him. He's not getting it 20-plus times. Well, here's the thing. Some fans want to see him used like the Titans use Derrick, Derrick Henry. 20 to 30 times But But, but here's the problem with Derrick Henry. There's a couple problems. First of all, he's Paul Bunyan. Okay, now I'm not saying that Nick is delicate, but there are few running backs in the history of the oh, league man, that – Physically look like Derrick Henry. Yeah. He is an absolute behemoth. The Number two, Nigerian he's nightmare. been dinged with injuries. Yeah. The last, I know this past season he was. And you, we've seen what the Titans rely too much on Derrick Henry because yeah. when he's gone, they look pedestrian. Mm-hmm. They can't, especially when their quarterback, Tannehill, is hurt, which was a stretch that, we, that they went through this year. So I don't know that. I think that the Browns do use Nick Chubb enough. My my beef with the Chubb usage, I don't want to see him on the bench in the fourth quarter. I don't. <laughs> I, I just don't. The game is in the balance. I He's your best that. player. Take the damn raincoat off of him <laughs> and put him on the field, number one. Number two, why can't 
this ingenious brain trust that runs our offense figure out a way to use multiple back sets when you've got another back who's very dangerous as well. I just don't know why they couldn't weave those two guys together. That's my problem with how Chubb was used. Well, Ty, before you go real quick, I just want to clarify one thing. <clears throat> Derrick Henry's stupid durable. He's only played less than 15 games in a season once, Jay. Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yeah, but how many play this year? 16. He only missed one game? And it was DMP for rest, and it was that week 16 game that they played. How before. many carries did he have the week after <laughs> that one or before that one? Because uh, he was hurt in a game and came out. He had to end the season. He had 30 carries, 23, 21, 17, 28, 32, wow. 30, 28. In my mind, 22. he was. They lost six <laughs> games in a row. The, the game they lost to Philly, he only had 11. So maybe that was the game. Well, hand up. That might have been it. Hand up. I'm the idiot who said I thought Derrick Henry was wearing down this year about early in the year, midway through the year. Yeah, no, I, he clearly I was didn't. wrong. Did you was, really say that? No, but oh, yeah. He, no, but yeah, his did. numbers. I thought because he got off to a slow start. And he I did just thought, get off to a slow start. I just thought that the overusage of him was maybe catching up with him. But, nope, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah he, he looked just as beast. strong would, as ever at the end of the season this year. My thing on the Nick Chubb getting traded thing is that I think the person that would actually be the most upset about it would be Deshaun Watson. Because, you know, I, I'm listening to Deshaun after games, and all he talks about is uh, – when he was suspended watching Nick Chubb and he couldn't wait to play with Nick Chubb because he grew up, I guess he, they, he grew up watching Nick Chubb as a younger or something like that. And he was like, I couldn't wait to be in the same backfield with him. Plus people don't understand. He's from Georgia. Sean's from Georgia. Yeah, they don't understand the amount of pressure it takes off of Deshaun. If I could just turn around and hand it off and this guy's going to break and make these big time plays that makes it now it's instead of second and 10, we talking second and three. And I, oh, I could throw a slant. I ain't, I don't have to throw the home run ball. Or now I can set up play action, and now I can throw the home run ball because they're they're coming up to to try to stop Nick Chubb. So I think Deshaun would actually be kind of upset by the fact that they got rid of Nick Chubb because of and how he should be. impactful he is to the run game. He should be. Yeah, it's nonsensical. It's not happening. It ain't. No, it's not. Now, happening. What, what I think we're going to see next year is, <laughs> I, I believe that, as much as I hate to say it, I think Hunt is out. Yes, he's and I think we're going to finally get to see Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford and what he brings to the table. Dearness Johnson coming back. I hope so. I like Dearness, but here's the thing: you've got a couple of, you know, if if is he unrestricted or restricted? Uh, I think he has one year under Brown's control. One more left. Oh, Did they extend him? So, well, he was unrestricted last year, and they resigned him. And I don't remember. I, have to I thought it contract. was two of team control, but I could be wrong. We looked that up. But here, I thought I the problem yeah. last year was they were just. They had a talent. They had a wealth of t- talent at a running back position. Dearness is a serviceable back, could start for a number of teams. I think Jerome Ford, what little we've seen of him, he's shifty, he's decisive, he's fast. Mm-hmm. I want to see him more. I'm talking about Dearness. I'm talking about Jerome Ford. Oh, Jerome. Okay. Uh, in the preseason, he had some he runs. He looked good. And that's the preseason. Yeah, I know it is, but I like his decisiveness, speed. He's a heck of a And returner, picking a lane in returns. Yeah. And I think great returners also make great runners. Well, running Cord- backs. Cordero Patterson is uh, showing right. you that right yeah. before you So, eyes. I just think that last year, one of the problems of the way our roster was constructed was we had the best running back room in the NFL, in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's debatable. But that's fair. When you look at Hunt and uh, Chubb mm-hmm. in the starter role, and then you look at Ford and Dearness sitting back there saying, "Guys, what about us?" I believe they had 
an abundance of talent yeah. there. They did. And we're clearly lacking in talent at the defensive interior line spot. Mm-hmm. So why wasn't there an effort to move Dearness Johnson for a defensive line? Well, ain't nobody taking you. You're not about to trade a defensive tackle. First of all, running backs come a dime a dozen. Defensive tackle allegedly does not. Yeah. You're uh, not yeah. going to find if you no. get a defensive tackle, you hold on to that guy. But if like you're a QB. team, I, I, I always say you got to have a dance partner to dance. Yeah. I, I I thought that there were teams that were clearly lacking a running game. When Bull kept saying, they're not going to trade Hunt. He's untradeable. Nobody needs him. <laughs> I kept saying, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay needs him. They're a running so, offense. So who, do, are, who are you insinuating they trade? Well, at the time, we were having the discussion around the wide receiver. Bay. Oh, okay. Because they have, they have an abundance of wide receiving talent. Okay, okay. So because we were so deep in our running back room, that did us no good last year. Mm-hmm. If you count the number of plays that Dearness Johnson and Jerome Ford well, were was, on the field last year. He was year, a scratch a lot of the time. I know he was. Dearness was uh, not active right. for a number so of games. So, yeah. so there he sits. He's doing your team absolutely no good. You mm-hmm. have an asset. I don't know what they could have gotten for him. But that proves the point that Tyus is making. You think Dearness wanted to come back here and be number three no. at best? And if, if and he un- probably doesn't want to come back. Yeah, if, if he's unrestricted, he's not coming back. Here. But he's he, unrestricted. He'd go then, anywhere he wants. Yeah, I imagine he he's gone. Yeah, he ain't coming. Why would I do gone. that? No. But, right. but he could have left after last year. Yeah, but if, if, you he was, came if back. you're restricted. No, wait, no. Could he have left after last year? If he year? was restricted if, last year, no. I thought he was restricted. There yeah, was, he had an opportunity because I was talking to him about this after his big Thursday night game. I thought he made he's made himself a lot of money. Sure. Somebody else is going to pay him. The fact that he couldn't find a better offer out there and had to come back here proves your point. That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't want to come back here and be number three or four on the depth chart, but he didn't have a choice. When you, when you restricted if whatever this, whatever the team that holds you offer you, you really got to take. Like that's what it is. Unless somebody qualifies, it's like basketball. We match the offer. Sure. Come up with a better offer. We can match it. If not, we'll let you go. That type of thing. Nobody gave him anything, so he literally had to come back to the Browns. But now that he's unrestricted, he's free to sign with whoever. And I would wants. doubt he would want to come back here. No. If you got, if you got Nick Chubb and Jerome Ford as a drafted guy who's valuable in the return game, and I was a healthy scratch all season, no, I'm not coming back here. Yeah. Because the only reason he was a scratch, it not only shows that they weren't going to use him in the running game, but he wasn't even asset on special teams. Like they couldn't even utilize this man on special teams. Then that, yeah, that's no, what, that's what was, makes you become ineligible for the it game. It was a big, big surprise. Or if I should say, he was because to your point against when he played, he carried the Browns in that Broncos game. It to me felt like he's got a spot here I, moving forward. And I, then when they drafted Ford, it was a real head scratcher for me. So you can almost go back well, was, to the decision to draft Ford. But they was planning what, on the you but, prepare for the future. It was a value pick. I I get that, but. You drafted a guy at a position that wasn't a position of need. You always hear that. Teams need to address their weaknesses. And we knew what it was. And I know they drafted interior linemen. Mm-hmm. To your point, they're not good at picking talent. <laughs> at least there. Well, Their defi- track record there is awful. Defensively. But uh, they, 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 they hit with the Martin Emerson one. But I think that the reason, could, could it be that the reason that they drafted Jerome for, what is he? He's a guy that can catch the ball well out the backfield. He can run the ball. Who who do you know on our roster right now that does that? 
Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. What year is this for Kareem Hunt? Yeah. It's contract year. So yeah. why will we pay Kareem Hunt and we can have we got this rookie under contract for the next three years? Is so there no does Dearness Johnson had no trade value whatsoever? No. Nah. I'm just surprised. I mean, by somebody that. would. Yeah, the, in his the, only, what do you what do you consider valuable? Are you rather you willing to let him go for a seventh round, sixth, no, seventh round? Pick? No. All right. And if that, that was if that's the if that's the best they could get for him, no Cause way. Because see now you go into the season. But well, what do they get for him now? Nothing. Nothing. As Nothing. you but as you go into the season, you know you think he's an insurance policy. You think yeah. You thinking oh we got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt gets mad and says, oh, y'all not giving me the ball like that. Now he got an attitude problem. He requests a trade. Now we really can't let go of the earners now because we might. If we sure. get rid of him, we need the earners. If he pulls a hamstring. If yeah, Trump pulls if something a hamstring. happens, we need somebody that we know can go in the game and get it done. So. Obviously, they feel better about Jerome Ford than they do Dearness Johnson in terms of ceiling long-term trajectory. Sure. Well, if they he got were, a lot more playing time this year than Johnson. Yeah, did. if they were all in on Dearness, they probably don't take Jerome Ford. Correct. But when you Ford sitting there in, what was it, the fifth round? And yeah. you look at this guy going, gosh, this is a, a terrific running back. Look at the value we're getting here. Is it a position of need right now? No. But in the fifth round, you're trying to draft guys who could be starters for you two years down the road, three years down the road. And I think that's what the, the I know. But I, and you always have to look out for your middle, your, your midterm interests, too. But for a team that was built to win now, I just feel better addressing the glaring weaknesses. And I know they thought they did that with their picks. They took Perrion Winfrey. In the third round, <laughs> yeah, they did. like, but no, like they that, took they, Alex Wright and Perry. Yeah, like, like they think before boom, they boom. took Togi, right? Yeah. And yeah. so they think what they're the addressing. What the hell happened there? Listen, boy. You, this he I, said this last night on the. I, there will be no Buckeye slander when I'm in my presence. But my God, I mean, what happened with Togi? He hit the quarterback. Wait, wait, one time. Wait, stop. And then he was inactive wait, 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 the rest of the year. Could it? Could it be? Could it be that? The defensive, the the D line didn't do well last year, and it was a reflection of the coaching. Sure, could that be a? Could thing? it also be? Could that be a thing? It could be. Okay, but could it also be that now the tackle coaching? I'm just asking a question. Could it also be? I mean, their tackles were terrible, and he still couldn't get on the field. Could it be that? Yeah, that's bad too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. Bad too. You it know, doesn't help. You that's know what? For sure. He's under contract for another year. They have a new defensive coordinator coming in who specializes in D-line play. Yeah, yes, he does. So, this anybody that's currently on the Browns roster that's at the D-line that hasn't been succeeding, if you can't get it now, it's this is it. Like, this is, we and furthermore, the other way, if these guys suddenly become productive, oh, then yeah, Joe Woods isn't getting a job. Well, I, well, I was asked about that by him last night and I was saying that he'll be I think Joe Woods he's I don't going think, back to a position coach right either position coach or he'll be like the analyst you know how uh yeah Flores, Flores in Pittsburgh, was right Schwartz in Tennessee yeah, he'll, he'll be doing that yeah and just for the simple fact that you know he did have when you look at his resume he did have stretches along the season where his defense played really well he needs to go sit under to me personally and this is not a knock on Joe Woods when he went to San Francisco, 
you know, he learned that defense. It's right. not naturally the defense that I think he wanted to run. I think right. he just learned it. He understood it, and he was like, okay, if I become a DC, this is what's fresh on my mind. I'm going to run it. So what he needs to do is he needs to go back to a place that's running that defense, you know, uh, Jets, San Fran, something like that. Right. He needs to learn how to make adjustments because the thing about inheriting the defense is that you might not know the ins and outs of it. You might not know how to fix everything, but if you go study, go under a guy who actually – study this defense and runs this defense correctly, you'll know how to make adjustments. That's an interesting. So if he went, so point. say if he went to the Jets and he sat under Robert Sala again and something happened over the course of a Jets game and Robert Sala grabbed the boards like this is what we're going to do. Boom, 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 boom. And it, it's fixed. Next time he gets a DC job and that issue comes up, he'll know how to, he'll have an answer. for. Yeah, it. no, that's very interesting. Yeah, and it it's exactly what you said. I was talking to the, I, I used this quote after the Bills game. The Bills, I walked away from the Bills game going, they have to fire him. Like, that's where I came around where it's like, they don't trust him. They don't no. trust his scheme, and it's not the scheme. Like, you pointed out, no, not the scheme. it ain't the scheme. But the players had no faith in him and no trust in him. And one of the players I was talking to after the game said exactly what you said. When blank ain't working, change it. That's what yeah. Change yeah. something. It's, and it, they don't ever change anything. They never change it. And perhaps because he didn't know what to change That's what to. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the game like secondary wise. And I come on the show and I tell you exactly. Before we even get to the guy say, listen, if this corner does this, this, and communicates this, this, and this, this, it will be a no play. How? If me as a player, a former player, know that. Well, you played you in that don't. system. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I was in that system all my career, so I I was able to study and learn all the checks and adjustments. Like I said, I don't know if he kind of got all of that yet, and I think that's why it would be it would do him some service to go sit under somebody that right. knows the ins and outs. Well, he's gonna have to sit under. Asala, yeah, you got to somebody, somebody that's running it, you know. Chris Richard from uh, the Saints, who's actually getting a, a interview somewhere. He's getting a DC. Oh, with the Dolphins. I he's didn't getting, see that. He's getting a D, uh, interview to be the DC at the Miami Dolphins. Shout out K. Rich, man. All right, so he'll probably end up as a position coach under someone that's currently running that same offense. Yeah, that's and what, maybe he'll get another crack. That out. would be great for his career. Yeah. So is Joe? Will Joe ever be a DC again? Yes. He will wow. be. I, I agree. He will be. I okay. agree. I do think he, he will he be needs too. To, he needs to get more energy to himself yeah. because if you listen to the exit interviews, you know, it wasn't a lot of motivation. It wasn't a lot of energy on game that he needs to he needs to let the Kevin Stefanski thing go. You know, Kevin can sit back and be calm because he's the head guy. You need the guy at the top to be calm. You need him to be level-headed. No matter what, if things is up or down, you need somebody to be balanced. But as a position coach, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you act off of energy, emotions. Like, you, that's what gets you going. And people want to see that excitement, that energy. So he needs to get that in his personality. It's not there naturally. Yeah, I don't think it? naturally is there. He needs yeah. to become that guy, and I think he'll get more guys to feed. You know, players, though, smell authenticity. Yeah. And they also smell fake. That's true. And if he's trying to bring this fake energy that yeah, isn't baked into his DNA, he got players be, gonna be like, "Look at Joe trying to be a badass." Listen, that's fine. <laughs> it might be funny, but that funny might get you on the field and be like, "Listen, at least we turned up." Like you gotta at least have some something to you. It gotta right. be some substance to you. Right. You can't just sit there and say, "Boston Reno." Tyvis, why are you not coaching? And I mean that in all sincerity. Why? We listen, said that on the listen, group thread because I'm gonna say it again. And I, I just did a podcast. I forget. I don't even know the name of it, but it was a good podcast, Buckeye related. But anyways, I am not going to be a coach, Jay. Jay. Because of the family. No, 
Because it's not the family. Why? It's the commitment your family is football. That's true, but that's not why. And I know you're because because my wife was all I was down to do it like a couple of years ago. But the reason being is because if I tell you, listen, Green Bay come out in this formation right here. Every time they come out in this formation, ninety eight percent of the time, this is the plays that they're going to run. This is the route you're going to get in the secondary. And we get to that game on Sunday, and they come out in that formation, and they run that route, and nobody make a play on that ball. I'm going to choke somebody. <laughs> I'm going to literally run out there and choke. Them. You know why? Because you told them. No, exactly. But you know what they're going to say? The fans going to say, "Wow, why, why aren't they making plays? Like the coaches, it, it has to be the coaching. It has to be the coach. And I'm be sitting there like I literally told them what was coming. So if you're not going to act, no, no, because now you go, you're making me look bad. That's not going to happen. Not on my name. You're not. You won't play on my name. Make me look bad. Not at all. So that's why I, I, I don't want to choke. Right. A, I don't want to choke a player. For what it's worth, there are a lot of folks on this staff that think that you would make a tremendous coach. I appreciate your personality, that. Appreciate your intelligence, that. your experience. Your resume. I just I like to give it to the fans. I like to just teach the fans. So you're the people's coach. Yeah, I just want to teach. You know the what? Fans. We hope you stay in that role because we like you. <laughs> we got the people yeah. champion and the people's coach. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. And he said choking someone out, Jay. That's a perfect transition to our next topic here. Yeah, with Mr. Ray Buchanan. It is. Um, <laughs> so I'm, we're going to tie all this into Ray Buchanan. Follow me, Eli Apple. And I know he's your boy. I know you're, he's former teammate of yours. What's the pro- I don't see nothing wrong. But the question here is, yeah, so so first of all, he's been talking a whole lot of trash, a whole (laughs) lot of trash. Um, Cancun on three Mm. was one of the tweets. That was great. That was genius. It's funny, (laughs) but he's writing checks that other guys in that locker room are going to have to help cash. And that makes that makes for an interesting dynamic in the locker room. Is it funny? Hell yeah. I laughed Cancun on three now. The heart, the hand heart emoji mm-hmm. pissed off a lot of people. Because of the, oh, because of DeMar. DeMar. Oh, act like, oh, oh. <laughs> of the you know why. That's, that's not. I, he he could have picked a million other emojis. I don't think that now, was intentional. He backpedaled as that all good defensive back to. I don't think it that, was, that, was, Tyvis, that was not Tyvis, intentional. Y'all there were a million out. emojis. He, he could have picked a palm y'all, tree. See, now he could have picked an airplane. What you're doing is y'all giving him too much credit. No, oh. <laughs> you give well, him, you know him too much us, credit. Ty. You think that he, he, Somehow that is the Demar Hamlin that? emoji for crying out loud. No, he trademarked I, it. That's an emoji I, that's being heavily used before that injury. McNuggets. He trademarked it, Tyvis. Listen, Tyvis. You know I love you. You know we're on the same 28 year old wavelength. 29 year old. Mm-hmm. I forget my own age. We're on that same wavelength. I know Jay and Jason are a little older. They don't understand emojis. I do. You know so, Eli so. Apple better than all of us. But there is a 0.0000000 chance. That, so, that was unintentional. So what you're saying is the on three means that it's gonna be on on Hamlet. Is that is no? That? It was just <laughs> so, he he the Cancun on three was great. Okay, that, okay, that, that was so that was classic. That is so is he saying like so you said it's because there's two ways to interpret that. You can say Cancun on three meaning Hamlet's paying for it. Or you can say one, two, three, Cancun. No, that goes no, back to the it. NBA it's, thing. It's no, two ways it does. Can, it does go Kenny back Smith. to an NBA thing. It yeah. was not a Demar Hamlin thing. Yes, his number is three. That's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but that's. I don't think that was intentional. Okay. But I do think the hard heart and hand it emoji. Could be a double entendre. I th- yes, it was. However, <laughs> when he apologized, because he did backpedal and said, "I would never mean disrespect." He did not say, I didn't mean to use the DeMar Hamlin emoji. Those players called him out and said, you can talk anything you want about on the field. Shaq Lawson was the one Shaq Lawson called him out big time. Came out and said, 
you talk about Demar, you're gonna get your ass beat. That's exactly like, what he said, said. For real, for real, at the end. And then Demar, not Demar, uh, Eli came out and was like, "I meant no disrespect to Demar. That was not my intention. I'm just want to have fun." Right. So I do think he realized he used the wrong. Oh, oh I think what he realized was that he pissed him off. He, he, yeah. I don't see. I think, like I said, if I'm apologizing for it, I wouldn't say it's. It's, it, he didn't even really apologize. Is, it wasn't man. an apology. He never said, I'm sorry. I don't he think tried it. to clean up on aisle three. That pardon emo- the pun. Y'all, that, y'all looking too deep. That emoji was not. I don't think he used that intention. If I asked I just you, don't. what emoji is now synonymous with Damar Hamlin? What would you say? That one. Okay. But that, uh, but I, it was Look, it, it was used okay. very you know heavily what? on but social I don't know media what, before What that. other context, what, what does that have to do with Cancun? Yeah, nothing. Like there, How about a palm a tree? Heart. How about an airplane? It's a heart. The Mexican flag. How about a red heart? Why do that? This the, Why this use is, the hands this, in the Because it's the popular one. Because it's synonymous with it's their the, teammate who was lying dead it on the field. No offense, it wasn't popular two weeks ago. It Certainly. was. No, it was it? popular before the Hamlin thing. It's, it yes, is now. Yes, it was. You know what? Y'all, so, y'all are showing y'all age right now. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> He's not even 29. Are, are we showing our age? I have, to be honest, Tyvis, and I got your back on most things. We're on opposite side of this one. I've never seen that emoji before. Oh, I have. I have. It was very used. It was used a lot. It's everywhere now. And it's synonymous with Damar Hamlin. And they're sensitive to that, and he struck a chord, and he rightly tried to backpedal. Okay, let's leave that aside. Let's just forget that. Just Let's just say the Cancun on three. Forget that emoji. Okay. <laughs> he then decides to be even more of an instigator, and he tweets out the clip of Josh Allen and Steph Diggs going in on – well, really, Allen was just sitting there. Stephon Diggs going in on his quarterback, and he tweets, couples therapy? Uh, now – Okay, that, that's good. Thomas, that was good. That was great. Eli Apple, kudos Look, to you. His 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 painful is on point. Okay, it's creative, but the question here is, and yeah, and then Stefan Diggs tweeted back, "Corn, just corn, the corn emoji, clout chasing." What he yeah, said, clout chasing, which is probably true because his mom, Eli's mom, who's omnipresent, Annie Apple, yeah, yes, she came out and she said. No, what we're trying to do here is get the hashtag something Eli Apple hate. And if we get so many uh, hashtag Eli Apple hate, we're going to give $3,500 to Salvation Army. Okay. So she almost tries to make it seem like, oh, no, 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 we're cool here. We're trying to raise money for a good cause. Don't hate on my boy. Oh, I don't know about but all you, that. That but, could be true, but I don't know about all that. No, I, that's true. I'm I not think, making that up. Listen. Eli did the same thing last year in the playoff. This is like playoff Eli. How, right? how long has he, he been in the league? No, don't call him playoff Eli. There's already a playoff Eli. We need this. We need a better name than that. How Eli. long has he That's been in the league? Super Bowl Eli. He's, he, in the last five years, he has worn Eli been in the league four, seven years? Right. This would be six, no, this would be seven, six He came years. in with the Giants. Yeah, he came in okay. when I came in. Since his Giants experiment went south, mm-hmm. he has worn four helmets <laughs> in five seasons. That's why I can't take him seriously. <laughs> He's right. not even good. Dude, He's not this established him, Wait a minute. How is he not good? Every playoffs, in the playoffs, last season, he made a lot of game-winning plays. He's a barking First of all, he's chihuahua. a terrible cigar smoker. Well, that's fine. He, he's getting a lot of practice as of lately. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there were a lot of guys that had problems with that. He's a chihuahua Cigars barking are, at are, are meant for the birds of babies and for the uh, championship celebrations. <laughs> You know that. I'm not making that up. That's long been the case. They're divisional champs. 
What? They won the AM. Thomas, you're moving the goalposts more than like a, <laughs> yeah. a freight train going down I-80. This is he, he's going to lanes what? I've never seen. You know what? He's going to send him He's going to send him a whole segment and say, your boy got your back. Wait a minute. The man can't enjoy a cigar? Let me just. So let me ask somebody who's been Jay-Z? in many locker room Jay-Z? celebrations. You can't enjoy a cigar after if a you, win? If you light up a cigar. Now, I know in baseball, and I've never been a fan of this. I know in baseball, when they clinch the playoffs, they break out the champagne. Yeah. And some teams at each round that they advance, there's another All champagne teams. celebration. I think that's silly. There are when the, when the Indians were in their stretch, there were years where when they won a playoff round, it was business as usual. Now, whenever they win the ALCS to get to the World Series, there's a celebration. And then, obviously, when you win the World Series. So, I, in my view, the equivalent of that is in the NFL. If you win the AFC championship, mm-hmm. break out a cigar. Okay. Yeah. Hell, break out a bottle of champagne. Why not? But when you win a divisional round game <laughs> to break out a cigar, yeah. it's a bad look, Ty. It's really He's a chihuahua barking at Dobermans. <laughs> I really believe oh, that that's this, a great line. This is just overhyped. Like it really is. It's not. If it's, you're one of his teammates, are you not looking I'm, at him? I'm, I'm, sit, I'm sitting there laughing at this man. Like really? Oh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a cautionary tale. The funny thing about it is, back in my day, I would I was just like him. I was <laughs> well, that's just why. Like him. Now we now it all makes back sense. Back in college, I was just like him. So you beat Purdue, I, you I really, were lighting up a snow. I movie. really caught if, if Purdue was talking crazy. This is the thing. This is the thing about Eli. Everybody talks down on Eli and says like Eli's this terrible guy. I mean, it was like to the point where like No, I don't think anybody's saying think he's, he's a terrible, terrible guy. guy. No, no, no. I, terrible player. I don't even I don't know think he's very good. Oh, yes, I don't think he's are. very good. See, I don't think yeah. he's very See, good. I don't think he's very saying? good either. There's a saying? difference in terrible and not very good. See, that's what I'm saying. So it's like Tommy Togiai is terrible. He, he's Eli been, Apple's not very Eli, good. Eli, See the difference? <laughs> Eli's like reputation has been trash. He, you know, he got cut by the Giants. He got released by the Saints. Got released by the Panthers. So five like, teams. He's, four, four, so he's, he's like four teams. Five years. It's like he's not any good. So it's like so like the no. Listen, Jason. I mean, Jay. Listen. If the media tears you down. And everybody like makes you like they try to destroy your name, and you finally get it. You make some plays that make them happen. You you think I'm gonna come up to the, the podium and be friendly with you? He doesn't have to be friendly, but he doesn't have to smoke a cigar. What's wrong with that? It's it's innocent. If that's your goal, and that's now now your season's a success, so you light up the cigar. No, that's fine. But if this? I'm on the Bengals and I lost the Super Bowl last year, if I'm now I'm not gonna do it at my stature because he'll kick my ass. But <laughs> If I'm a defensive tackle, <laughs> I go grab the cigar out of his hand. I throw it on the ground. I snuff it out, and I say, "Save that for the Super Bowl." We got what two the, more to go. We've got they, other things. What to if accomplish. they smoking cigars after every game? Are they? I, I don't know. Is, I'm asking. I don't think they are. What if they can I, were? Can I add something here, guys? This is important. I don't think they are. <laughs> From the quill. Oh, Who's here, watching? Here, the quill. here he go. <laughs> hey, he might be on your side. You already you know. know he's not no, he's on your not. side. You already know it. I know he's not. I know the quill's not. Says, and I'm going to quote every word except one. I'm going to have to bleep out one word. <laughs> quill, we love you, man. Quote, I would knock that beeping cigar out of his hand if I saw anyone light that up for a division title. Man, please. Well, look, he said it not – well, I don't want to show you the bad word he said, but he did say that. That's the quill. I ain't lying to y'all. No, I, I believe that he would say that. And I he think said, a better – what Tom Brady was in the locker room? What would Tom Brady do? That was his next time. <laughs> Tom Brady would have eaten the cigar. Joe Burrow smoked cigars? When? After LSU won the championship. 
I think they had one after that when they was going to the Super Bowl. Like. Appropriate. They're going to the Super Bowl. Wow, y'all is sad. <laughs> when you start celebrating <laughs> milestone, they, you know they. So so they, you act like they're not going to the Super Bowl. Are they? Yes, they gonna smoke the Chiefs. Yes. Like that cigar when you beat the Chiefs, with, and I've got no problem with, with that. Well, he gonna smoke another one. All right. Tyus <laughs> should be a PR guy. Tyus is the ultimate look, No, I respect him. He is he's defending his friend. It's not because it's because y'all people making this bigger than what it is really not that deep. Like it's not people talk trash all the time. Jalen Ramsey made a career. Richard Sherman made a career okay. out of it. Like they both, were good. Okay. So now, they were good. He's making plays. Now I'm gonna, when he went like they came gonna, at him he and made, they made he makes Zaire, plays and Alexander literally hit the gritty in front of Justin Jefferson. Like what are you talking about? Makes two plays and takes a victory. Lap and smokes a cigar. Yeah, yeah. Richard that's Sherman's that's a that's baller. He gets yeah, Richard Sherman can do whatever the hell he wants. That's sad. No, he can't. Okay, now, now. <laughs> no. Here's the cautionary tale. No, he, no, you cannot. Here, you can't cut this for you. Better calm up. Now. I know. Here's the cautionary tale. Let me educate you, young lad. Remember a man named Ray Buchanan. You're far too young. Yeah, I know. I don't. But Ray know Buchanan played for the Dirty Bird Falcons, who, by the way, reminded me. They remind me these Bengals a lot of the Dirty Bird Falcons. They really do. Um, that Jamal Anderson was the running yep. back. He invented the Dirty Bird dance. It was like a uh, yeah. He did this hey, thing where yeah. he was every time he'd score, <laughs> and it was great. Okay, everybody was having fun I with was that. In college, icky shuffle esque. Mm-hmm. All right. Then Ray Buchanan, who was not just some guy. Ray Buchanan was for many years in his career. He had at least four picks every year. One <laughs> year, I think he had seven picks. Okay. He was a baller, a legitimate baller. And when he left Indy after his rookie contract and signed with Atlanta, I believe he was the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. What year was this? It was in the late 90s. Yeah, late 90s. Okay, you were you were in elementary school. I I know. I know. (laughs) But I'm going to educate you. It was in a dorm at Kent State. So, Ray Buchanan decided before the Super Bowl he was going to be, and Ray was a talker, (laughs) but his nickname was Big Play Ray. Okay. Going all the way back to his days at Louisville in college, he always made the big play. He in his rookie sounds, year, sounds I think like he had, in his rookie year he had like six picks and three pick sixes. Okay, I had it, but I and had his hero was Deion Sanders. Oh yeah. So Deion was the only guy that I was ever okay talking smack. Okay. Because Deion, like, they're not even going to throw your way. You're so good. But when Ray was doing this in the moment, I just remember thinking at media day before the Falcons and the Broncos Super Bowl, I thought to myself, Ray's about to become. A terrible footnote in NFL history. He was saying, like, what was he saying? Give me, like, a clip. Roll the tape. Do you want the sound or the video? Give me the sound. <laughs> I right, take the sound. Take <laughs> you said some bad things about me? What do you say? That's Shannon Sharp. Oh, now I know he ain't talking with the big teeth in his mouth. Said he looks like Mr. X. The only thing hiding that y'all can't see sometimes is when he's in on, when he got the helmet on the field. <laughs> when he got the helmet on the field, I'm telling you, you can't really see how, how bad that guy looks. I've never called anybody ugly. Do I think people are ugly? Yeah, I think he's ugly, but I've never said that. He just did. He, he started it. Shannon think he's pretty. He think he's pretty in the face. He might have a body, though. Everybody look at his body and be like, oh, Shannon. But I'm telling you what, man, if you got a grill like that, man, I'm talking about, I'm telling you, re, I mean, total reconstruction. I'm not going to get into a peeing contest with a skunk. You'll lose every time. But I will say this. On Sunday, he get an opportunity to back up what he's saying. Is he my friend? No. Did I ever view him as a friend? No. Does I ever view him as an acquaintance? No. Do I like him? No. If I see him in a snowstorm, his, his truck is broke down. Mine is going perfectly. Would I pick him up? No. <laughs> Other than that. Other than that, 
I could care less about Ray Buchanan. That's a, Broncos that, 34. That's not even Falcons 19. That's not even a great trash talk. No, you know what? I'm disappointed with that clip. There was way better stuff that we left out. That is the only thing you could find. That sucks that ain't no because great trash um, there was talk. way better stuff on on from Ray Buchanan, who first of all wore a dog collar to media day. He was a la Eli Apple. He was trying to put the spotlight there, on there himself right <laughs> off the there leash. Is. There it is. There's, now, no, there's no video of that, by the way. In full disclosure, um, I worked with Ray for a number of years. I would have never did nothing. I'm like that. very friendly with Ray Buchanan to this day. I like Ray Buchanan, but every conversation I've ever had with him about that, he's not saying these words, but here's what I always hear. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. Now, because he is who he is, he'll never come out and say, that was a listen, mistake. Listen, if Eli goes out here this Sunday and gets lit up by Kansas City, then okay. Which, by the way, is a real possibility. <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. But if Eli goes out there and makes a game-saving... Then light up your cigar. Okay. He did all of that last year already. That's what I'm saying. Like He did all the way he's doing now. He did last year in the playoffs. The exact same thing. It didn't bite him until the Super Bowl. So, so why is it he's doing the exact same thing that he did last year? Why you think he did learned it from work his, last year? Yeah, you think he, he got to the Super Bowl? Did it work they, last year? They went to the Super Bowl. Did it? Did it work for Ray Buchanan? Because they got to the Super Bowl too. He, well, he listen. So listen, nah. listen. Hold on. Ultimately, listen. the answer to that question is no. It the answer work. is no. But they, listen, it was. So why do the same he did thing? It, it was. It was Cooper Cup last year. Like, if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason. Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This year it could be any number of guys. It's Cooper Cup. Who was stopping Cooper Cup last year? The Triple Crown winner. Now, to his credit, Ray Buchanan was going directly at Shannon Sharp. One guy before the game. Yes, he's now talking and barking about a guy they already beat. That's what I'm Past, saying. Yeah. yeah, but but <laughs> if I'm in the Bengals locker room, now I know how you would handle this, but if I'm in that Bengals locker room. <laughs> Either I would outwardly say, if I'm a team leader, I would outwardly come to him and say, look, let's save all of it. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to win this year. So let's save the cigars and let's save. First of all, I just don't think it's classy to bite back on an opponent that you just beat. Win with class. Wait a minute. See, that's the thing. Cancun on three? Listen, that's the thing. It's in this league, I know. Is dog eat dog? They I do get it. it. They do it to you. Well, then don't lose. Exactly. That, see, now it's more motivation to not lose. I tell you what. I asked my boy Vaughn last year after you know the Super after they lost Super Bowl. I let everything die. I talked to him about March. And I was like, well, we asked him, what did you think about Eli's stuff? And he said it was funny. Like he just laughed at it. It's like Eli just crazy. There will be some guys <laughs> that look at it though and say, it's not. That's not. It's just not how you. Operate as a pro. You, me, and DeQuell De come from a different generation. I know we do. Well, I'm old. We're the old guys now yeah. yelling at the clouds. Sorry, DeQuell. 
You're the old guy yelling yeah, at the clouds. And, and I'm with you, though. You, I'm you, with you. Don't you want to talk trash so when you go against somebody, you get their absolute best? I. It's not my style. I don't want to talk trash because I know I'm going to show my ass 10 minutes later, and I don't want to hear about yeah, it. No, I, see, and that's the thing. You got to have that confidence in yourself. Like, if I talk trash to you and you talk trash to me, I know when I line up against you, you're going to go as hard as you can. So when I shut you down, you know that I'm just better than you, flat out. Now I'm really going to say something to you. But why? But you don't even have to. Why not? Well, when Jason writes a better article than Varden or Fedor, you know, that's what he does. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I do. Jason's Beat never my chest and hold it up. Look, I, I get is, it. This is sport. We are looking. We are, we are looking like the older Y'all are. men that yep. we are. Yep. And I get that. Yep. Is, this, is this fun on some level? It's hilarious. It is fun on some level. I look forward However, to the end of the games. I've been following this. I've been following sports in general for long enough to know that when you do stuff like this, the target, because everybody has a target, but the target on Eli Apple right now is getting like, it's getting bigger. You want to see him fail, don't you? I don't want to see him fail, <laughs> but yeah. there will be guys on the Kansas City Chiefs that in the name of Steph Diggs and Josh Allen, there will be guys on the Chiefs that when they beat him for a touchdown, they're going to make sure they tell him about That's it. That's why, do they want to cook him? Because of, of that, I, I don't think the Chiefs like the Bills, actually. like they're No, but there's a right. brotherhood respect that goes on there. Eh, I think it's just you want to make a play, and if you if you make a play, on, if you so happen to score on Eli, of course you're going to celebrate and make it because you scored on Eli. Plus, last year, he talked down on Tyreek Hill. Yes, he did. Last yes, year. he did. So they probably remember that, and they're going to make an effort. So, which is funny because if he if they don't score on him or he makes a play, you know how the Bengals after the game. This is going to be really interesting, and I can't wait to see how this plays out. The Bengals may well win. They might well no, win. They are. I, I believe they do they, have they the better are. team. They're going to win. I think mm-hmm. they have the better team. But this is the NFL, and games are played on grass, not paper. Mm-hmm. I do think that the the Bengals were flexing on the Bills after the win because they felt like they got too big for their britches. We better get a refund. I mean, that was NFL protocol. That wasn't See, the Buffalo Bills saying nothing to Joe. <laughs> you better send those refunds. No, but <laughs> like, the, no, in general, the thread after that game was, yeah, Cincinnati showed them for putting that link up on the tickets. That was the NFL. That's how they operate. But I'm saying, why is it? Why is Eli so getting shredded through the media? Joe Burrow said, they better send those refunds. I don't. Like, I don't why, co-sign that's, Burrow that's either. I don't, I don't like, but nobody's saying anything. Yes, and by the way, not that it. Why, what's wrong with that, Jason? Well, Burrow, is, are the Bengals where they are because of Burrow or Apple? Burrow. Okay. And what I, difference does that guy I, I think, driving the bus. I Eli's said, making plays. No, I said the other day, I think Burrow was aggravated that he was never, it's always Mahomes and Josh Allen and everybody else. Yes. That's always the conversation of AFC quarterbacks. But now it's Patty, skip a couple of lines, Joe. And everybody else. And everybody else. Yeah. And I think that's what it's got Burrow aggravated more than anything is he was never talked about in that Mahomes Allen category. Where really, it's Mahomes by himself, but it was always Mahomes Allen and then everybody I else. Did, and I think that's why really Eli had that same mindset. Because it ain't <laughs> Sherman and then Eli and everybody else. Yeah. It ain't the order. <laughs> Look. Here's the thing. Listen, Here's what I've always so said. Far from the truth, the Ohio State DBs. If you if if you can back it up, that's why I was okay with Dion. He is. Let's see what happens moving forward. All but right. I just don't like cigars. I hope he get a pig six. Listen, if he does, I'm gonna text Jay. Kudos to him. I ain't coming in next week if he gets if a pick he six. gets a pick six. 
kudos to he him. Get a, he, Eli, you get a pick six. I'm coming on this show next week with an Eli Apple jersey. <laughs> and you should. Right and Travis, this is the last thing moving to Cavs. If he gets a pick six, we are all wearing Eli Apple okay. jerseys next week. We'll wear one from each team. He's Let me ask you this. Higher likelihood. Eli getting a pick six or Eli getting burned for a touchdown? Pick six. Burned for a go touchdown. Bucks. I'm putting me a burn for burned a touchdown. Burned for a touchdown. Pick six, go Bucks. Listen, I love the Bucks too. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.